The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Hey, happy Sunday, UAE. Two past six, hello. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling a bit bit yuck today, to be honest. Oh. Just uh, old school, kind of cold and flu, so just oh, let really? me know. Have you had your shot? What, like what? You know, what you like a flea a... shot? Like yeah. I'm a dog? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> have you had your rabies shot? <laughs> a rabies. No, have you had the flu shot? You know how you can get those? You get them for free at work, don't we? Uh, nothing here is for free. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> we'll pay for it somehow. True. Uh, how are you can feeling? You, uh, can you just put on your personal social media? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just give us the plug, please. Uh, how are you doing? You all right? I'm all right. I'm uh, still repping the Backstreet Boys. Oh, See my T-shirt? come on, man. Yep. Still happening. I'm on the high. Don't bring me down. We're going to hear our chat that we had with the Backstreet Boys backstage at Blended. Maybe you can tell from that alone if Pricey is a psycho fan. Oh. But I think that's a giveaway that you're wearing a T-shirt today. Yeah. I feel like they had this look where they just know they were in the presence of a psycho fan. Yeah, they, they just looked at each other and I was like, oh, they know. They, they turned from <laughs> artists into carers. <laughs> You're like, okay, sweetheart, just come and sit down here. Can I get you a glass of water? It's the other way around. You're like... (gasps) It was such a surreal experience, and they were so nice. Yeah, they were genuinely really nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you couldn't make it to Blended over the weekend, we'll give you a big recap of how it all unfolded. Uh, Dubai Media City Amphitheatre, one of the best gigs of the year, if not the best. Won't be topped. 100%. That was amazing. A life moment. So much to get through today as well. Who's your daddy? What does he do? We're playing that later as well. Brand new game, ABC. Yes. The Stereophonics tickets a bit later. Uh, I'm going to take you to yesterday uh, where I endured, I think, I think for adults, the worst thing you can endure in the world. Whoa. Waiting for test results. Oh, I hate that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell you what happened. Um, I don't want to start off the Sunday show with this, but um, it happened to me yesterday. Yeah. But it is the worst thing in the world, I think, as an adult is waiting for test results. It's not a nice feeling, is it? You're just sitting there. Even though you probably, you think, oh, you know what? I'm probably in the clear. You just don't like that weight. It's just an awful time sitting around twiddling your thumbs going, am I going to die? Yeah. And you're sitting in that room and you're just wondering like what other people are thinking. Oh, do they know? Oh, this was at home. Oh. I was at home waiting for these test results. Oh, dear. So, you know how I'm on this medication uh, Mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, I've got to, for this medication, I've got to get a liver function test usually every month. Yeah. Because it's quite quite hard on your liver, quite harsh on it. Mm -hmm. So I've got to go and get these liver function tests. And, like, they could be telling me, they're like, well, yeah, what liver? <laughs> you know, so it's pretty it's pretty full on. Yeah, well, especially for you because you are a little bit of a hypochondriac as well. So you're just like, you know, the worst thing. Probably. Worst, I'm not going to disagree case with you on scenario. that. Worst yeah. scenario. Um, the thing is, though, I think that the nurses, especially the ones that call you to give you your results, they... They kind of like to drag it out a little bit. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I have noticed this. So let me take you back to the phone call that I got yesterday. So the, the nurse calls me and she's like, oh, hi, Mr. Harrison. I'm like, hi. She's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm okay. I'm waiting for my test results. Have you got the results already? Because it was pretty quick. And she's like, we've got your results here. We've looked over them. The doctors looked over them. And then at this point, your heart's beginning to race. So yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to, this is kind of what's going oh, through my see, head, okay? Oh. Enter hypochondriasm. It would appear that your test results, and I'm like, heart's racing. I'm like, yep, spit it out, spit it out. It appears, Mr. Harry, that your test results, that you, your health. Oh my gosh. It all seems. Oh, wrap it up, lady. You're fine. Oh, <laughs> it was yes. like It was like discovering the winner for X Factor. They're <laughs> 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 all like... You know when they do that at the X Factor? They're like, and the winner is Casey. Oh, my gosh. Were you letting the lady actually speak, though? Because I can imagine you being like, so what are you, like, you know, trying to 
embark on a conversation. No, no, I wanted to know. I was like, yeah, it's me, Mr. Harry. Yes, please, can you just spit out the results? Yes, yes, that's me. Okay, good. All right, great. Excellent. So your liver's yeah. working okay. Liver's fine, by the way, everyone. <laughs> yeah. You just your stomach and your your anxiety levels are a little <laughs> bit further up now. Four double zero nine. If you want to join us here this morning, Dubai ninety two. Harry and Pranksy. Need to know. Twelve year old boy has been safely returned home after stealing his mum's credit card and booking flights to Indonesia. He spent five days in a luxury four-star hotel before being returned home. If I need to mention it again, this kid's 12 years old. Is this like the modern-day Home Alone, but like switched? <laughs> you know what? I thought you would relate to this story a lot because uh, your family are always doing secret trips away without telling you. My mum is always like that. She'll get back from like a three-week holiday and be like, I've just been in Bali. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? I noticed all these charges on my credit card. <laughs> That's pricey. So how did this kid get away with it? Because he's there for four whole days. Yeah. So this is how it happened. Um, he can't be named for legal reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. This kid's an Australian kid. Let's just call him Legend. Legend. <laughs> What a shock uh, is this Aussie kid. Um, he stole the credit card after getting into a fight with his mum. Uh, this prompted him to steal his mum ca- his mum's card, research which airlines would allow him to fly unaccompanied without permission from his parents, booked himself a flight, tricked his grandmother into giving him his passport, went to the airport, did all the self-check-in. The first time he encountered an adult <clears throat> excuse me, was when he just had to step onto the flight. To give over his ticket, his boarding pass. Because even leaving security and stuff, if you've got a a ticket in your hand and your passport, they're not going to check. No one's really thinking that. Like, yeah. And maybe he looks a bit older as well. We're just thinking, oh, the parents are already through. Or, or, yeah, no, I see kids flying on a company a lot. Mm -hmm. And their parents are waiting for them when they get in. Yeah. Um, But so no one's really going to ask. He got to the hotel, which he had organized and checked in for and used the credit card for. And they let him check in because he said, oh, my older sister's going to come tomorrow. This is amazing. And then just avoided the staff for four days and chilled by the pool. Where was his mum? Like, where did his mum think he was in all of this? They they filed a missing persons report. Really? Yeah. So he said, "I'm going to school." Rode, got on his bike to school, rode to the train station, got the train to the airport, and then left. My gosh! <laughs> yeah. This is like a movie. So, like, I've gotten into fights with my mum before, but I've never left stolen the, the credit card and gone to Indonesia. Left the country. This is crazy. Yeah. I love it. So, I think it's actually really, really like quite creative and brave. It's the thing is, this is the internet age as well. Like at twelve years old, I would. Well, when we're fighting, with, when I was fighting my parents at twelve, I would always say, "Well, fine, I'm running away from home." Same. And I just walk around the streets until the streetlights came on, and then I get hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in the age of the, the age of the internet, you can run away. Like that is very, very alarming, but quite funny as well. I mean, we're not going to encourage it. But yeah, that's that is pretty oh, funny. Not condoning it, but yeah. 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 What a legend, though. I, I'd probably try that if I was his age. <laughs> Absolutely. What's <laughs> your brother? We haven't we don't really talked about him much on the show. Yes. Uh, your brother Dean. Reason being is because he's a pretty quiet, reserved guy. Yeah. The reason why we don't talk about him is because I never hear from him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got nothing to say or report about my brother. Well, how's your brother doing? I don't know. Oh, so my brother is like, he's an investment banker. He lives in Sydney, and he's one of those guys that just works. He works, works, works. He probably, I think he would work maybe 13 hour days. He's just constantly at work. If he's not at work, he's asleep or watching Netflix. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't really hear too much from him. I went and saw him last year, which was great. Anyway, in the last maybe two weeks, my brother Dean has been texting me. He's been asking me how I am. He never does any of this, by the way. You know how your brothers, like your older brothers never kind of, you wouldn't know Harry, but if you have an older brother, they don't really take that much. Well, uh, my older sister, we don't. We'll just talk like once a month, just on the phone. 
yeah. and, and never text each other in between. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Well, yeah. it's kind of like that, but a bit less. Yeah, okay. Make it, make it once every three months. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but he sends great presents. That's what I love about Dean. Yeah, investment banker. Why yeah, would he? yeah, so he's been really, really friendly lately. And I'm like, what has changed? This is a little bit strange. Anyway, over the weekend, bang, Instagram. There's a photo of Dean and his new girlfriend. Oh, He's in love. Right. So now, obviously, he wants to impress his new girlfriend, so he needs to have more advice from another female. Okay. So now, obviously, like he wants to kind of touch base with me a bit more so he can get some insight into what he should be doing and if things are going right or wrong or whatever, what he should do. Right. And I'm like, okay, great. So this is why my brother's contacting me more, so he can, you know, make sure that his relationship's yeah. happy. First of all... Uh I think it's a bit presumptuous to think that you're the best person to ask about relationship advice. I know, right? Advice. I'm the closest girl that he's got, though. <laughs> yeah. He's got no other choice. Um, so he just dropped on Instagram that he's got a girlfriend. That was the announcement. That was the other thing. I, didn't, I only found out. It was screenshot and sent to me, and, I, and they were like, oh, is, is Dean, has Dean got a girlfriend? And yeah. I was like, well, I don't know. So I go straight onto my family chat, and I'm like, hey, Dean, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, this is my new girlfriend, Sophie, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, no need to give me any more information. I can find it out myself. Wow. <laughs> oh, and, and seriously? She will. I did. Oh, I went God. straight on to oh, LinkedIn. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Straight yep. on to LinkedIn, straight on to Facebook, found out all the information. <laughs> found out a PIN number, found out her medical history. No. Seriously. None of that. But yeah, um, but yeah very happy for well, him. I, I wonder, I wonder if the messages, because usually it's the opposite. A lot of people, when they get into a relationship, they go into what we call the boyfriend or girlfriend cave. You never hear from them again. No, opposite. It's the opposite with him. But yeah. I'm I'm wondering if the girlfriend is like asking him, so what does your sister do? What you know, what how is she, how is she? And he's like, Oh, I better text her and ask. I have no idea. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, she's just it's her that's being the nice one, not him. He's asking on her behalf. This is true as uh, well. So uh, is she a hottie? She's good? Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. Yep. Sydney girl. Okay. She's happy, she's happy. Alright, well once he gets the information out of you, I'm imagining he'll disappear again. I know. Well he's now he's like, Oh, you know what? We should come to Dubai and meet you guys and come and see you. I'm like you came over for the first time in 11 years last year. I've been here 11 years and he'd never come and visited me. Now he's got a girlfriend. He wants to come back. Yeah, impress her and stuff. Yeah, that'd be it. Pricey <laughs> um, scandal. Really sad news over the weekend. DJ and producer Avicii died. This, was, uh, this actually broke on Friday night when we were out at Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. We couldn't believe it. Yeah, our team were all together at the Blended Festival, Music mm. Festival, and then the news came through. Yeah. yeah, he was only 28 years old and his family released a statement saying, it is with profound sorrow that we announce the loss of Tim Bergling, also known as Avicii. Uh, he was found dead in Muscat, Oman, this Friday afternoon, local time, uh, April the 20th. If you don't know Avicii, he's a Swedish DJ. You'd know this song is massive with Ella Black. Yeah. Uh, and he just had an, another one with Rita Ora as well. Like, this was recent, like yeah, the last really, couple of months. Really yeah, really, really recently. Yeah. Uh, he did suffer from uh, some health problems. In, uh, he had acute pancreatitis for a number of years. He um, also had his gallbladder and appendix removed in 2014. Um, he had been hospitalised for alcohol-related issues, but it's not clear uh, if these are related to his death. Uh, no one's released anything like that as No yet. official statement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's just really sad news, and so many DJs around the world have uh, sent their, uh, their, you know, their condolences yeah. and um, done DJ sets if they've been performing since then, you know, in his honour and everything. Even AJ from the Backstreet Boys posted 
said as soon as he came off stage at Blended Music Festival on Friday, it was the first thing he said. He said nothing about his gig. He just st- uh, spoke straight about Avicii. So right, it's yeah. really affected the music world. A 28-year-old guy, yeah, it's just too soon. It's yeah, too young. it is really sad. Uh, Taylor Swift, now she's suffered another break-in on the weekend. This time it's in her New York City apartment. This is It's kind of weird and kind of funny. This guy climbed up a ladder, broke into the window with his hand. Yeah. When he got inside, he took a shower and then he fell asleep in her bed. Does that sound like a, an old-time story to you? That's I, I'm thinking this is like a fairy tale. Like, this sounds like Goldilocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, he, did, did he eventually find the right bed because it was nice and soft and comfy? <laughs> No, because the police woke him up and arrested him. Uh, uh, AKA the grizzly bears came home. (laughs) What are you doing in my bed? It's just so bizarre. And this is like, this is just one of many that Taylor Swift has encountered in the one week. So her her Bel Air mansion was broken into as well. Sorry, her Beverly Hills property was also broken. A guy drove from Colorado to her house and broke in. By the way, just quietly... How do these people, one, know the addresses of celebrities? I, I could barely get myself home. It's pretty accessible. The yeah. internet can give you pr- a lot of information. If Did you, you hear how Pricey said that, uh, everyone? Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, I can get a lot of information <laughs> off the internet. No, it's true, though. Like, you know, if you just... And they're all on social media. So if they're doing rehearsals in Los Angeles, you know she's not going to be in her New York City apartment. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think like that. That was you that oh, your brain went there. Now I sound like a stalker. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, no. <laughs> I know no one's home at your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worth stalking. <laughs> Charlie Booth. Oh, Best segment in the world. on about that. No, it's just clearing a blockage or something. It's tea time, darlings. Oh, that's just lovely this morning. Yep, that's a great pour. Thank you very much, Producer Rog. If you have just joined us. Oh, one more, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, If you have just joined us or you've never heard uh, this show before, we do Royal Tea Time. We put the kettle on. We have some tea here in the studio. We sip away and discuss the Royals. Any shortbread this morning? No. Oh, no shortbread and no um, cucumber finger sandwiches, which is very upsetting as well. It's a little early for cucumber finger sandwiches. <laughs> it's never too <laughs> early for cucumber finger sandwiches. How dare you? Said it like <laughs> it was like, cream. like a Thursday night. Get down on the town. <laughs> never too early for cucumber sandwiches, guys. <laughs> That's what happens after you turn 30, kids. It's 12 p.m. somewhere in the world. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so to Royal Tea Time, we chat about the monarchy because we love them. Yeah, we do. And the uh, monarchy celebrated a big birthday over the weekend. Yeah. The beautiful Queen, uh, mm. Queen Liz, turned 92. Mm. She did. So uh, Queen Elizabeth II turned 92 yesterday. Very on brand. Very on brand. It's Pricey's marketing background coming in. Uh, by the way, producer Layla <laughs> brings us... opportunity there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amongst many. Um, producer Layla tells us the stories from um, London because she's got a British accent, by the way. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Mm. So she celebrated her birthday yesterday at the Royal Albert Hall, uh, which is kind of a shock because usually she celebrates her birthday in private. It's quite a private affair. Mm. So it was a bit of a treat for everyone to see such a grand scale thing happening. And the Royal Albert Hall is like one of the best venues in the Most UK. Most iconic places, right? Iconic. Mm-hmm. Great word. Uh, so in attendance was Prince Charles, Camilla, uh, Kate, uh, Will's... Uh, Sorry, Kate wasn't there because she's on maternity leave, but William was. Um, what? I love how Kate's on maternity leave from like family from functions. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I wish I could pull that. Oh, actually, I've never been pregnant, but when I do get pregnant one day, I'm pulling that card. Absolutely. Sorry, I can't make your birthday party. I'm pregnant. <laughs> 
Hey, why not? I'm on maternity leave, which means I'm stroke from life. <laughs> maternity leave. I, I can <laughs> stay at home all day and yeah. eat. Cucumber yeah. sandwiches and <laughs> Netflix. Good so honor. it was basically a massive party to celebrate the Queen. And she had some pretty interesting performances. So she had Kylie Minogue, Sir Tom Jones, Sting, Shaggy. Shaggy? Shaggy. Yes, yeah, so like, I don't get this. Shaggy, Shaggy. What, was he busting out Mr. Bombastic on the stage there? <laughs> I don't know. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> what about, it wasn't me. Oh, Queenie would not have liked <laughs> no. that one. It's just a bit of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really funny. Fantastic. I can't imagine Queenie getting down to this. I, you know what? I kind of can. Also, the tempo's slow enough for someone who's 92. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. She was getting down, though, to uh, a performance by Ed Balls, Frank Skinner and Harry Hill. They sang this little song on a ukulele, and she was sat there, and everyone was watching. And she's like bobbing her head along Was to she it. really? So cute. That's cute. What a strange sounding festival. Mm-hmm. Shaggy. <laughs> and who did you say? Benny Hill. And Ky- Kylie Minogue. No, he's Minogue. gone. He's long gone, Harry. isn't he? Harry Hill. Harry Hill. <laughs> he's Kylie comedian. Minogue. Very, uh, yeah, eclectic mix. Yeah. It, it would have been a full on concert, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I would have needed a nap after that. Yeah, I was going to be too. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for the update. And, of course, happy birthday to Queen Liz, happy everybody, birthday, as well. Happy birthday. 92. Yeah, that's fantastic. Ah, cheers, guys. I don't really want to do the rest of the show now. No, I'm done. No, no, me I'm out. Pricey scandal. Pippa Middleton and her husband James Matthews are expecting their first child. She had a 12-week scan and uh, wanted to share the good news. Okay. So, yeah, she had me a baby. This is great news. I know because now her and Kate will have children around the same time. Oh, your girls always think about that, don't they? Yeah, they'll be like a maybe nine months or eight months between them. Okay, yeah, that's because they can grow up together. And yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. They can be like buddies, mm. like real close, like almost sisters. By the way, fifty percent uh, of the time you end up uh, not liking those people as adults just letting you know <laughs> but at least you've got a buddy growing up that's yeah. nice yeah that is a good point well yeah. who don't you like that you grew up um, with mum's best friend Kim um, my mum Susan her best friend Kim they always had us trying to grow up together with her kids yeah and they were just losers oh. they, were t- they were a little too into cricket you know those people mm, no what is that like what do I have to look out for what, when, oh, well they're not dangerous how, how is someone too into cricket <laughs> Like they're just too into cricket. I, cricket's boring. I'm not into it. I was oh. like, I don't want to play cricket again. <laughs> sorry, this is a scandal. This isn't yeah, about sorry. me. Yeah, sorry. This isn't Harry's childhood yeah. trauma. Uh, Rebel Wilson, who plays, uh, she she's in Pitch Perfect. She plays Fat Amy. Yeah. You know Rebel Wilson? She's Australian, the Love um, her actress. Love uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, so she's taking some time out of Hollywood. She's holidaying in Australia, and she managed to do some TV work for a, a TV show in Australia. She did a huge interview, an hour-long interview. Um, she was just on the panel for an hour. Right. And she talked about that experience. Remember when the... Um, magazine wrote all those lies about her and oh. she took them to court and she won. Some magazine said that she was lying about her age or something. Yeah, yeah, lying about her age, gave her real name, just kind of just was cutting her down when she was at the peak of her career. Yeah. So she took them to court, she won, and here's what she said about it at all. 17 years later when I was got to a really fantastic point was starring in a number one movie all around the world. A group of women who I didn't know orchestrated this malicious takedown of me and basically said everything about me and my life was fake. And it was it was just so devastating to have that happen and I'm proud of myself though for standing up to them. This is a huge media organisation owned by German billionaires, uh, which means they can afford to pay, by the way. Yeah, good on you, Fat Amy. Yeah, like, it's good on her for actually standing up for herself. She's got a, you know, she's a, got a law degree. 
So I did she not knows know that. her stuff. Yeah, she's an actress, but obviously she went to university, so she knows what her rights are. Good on her. That's a Rebel Wilson, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she was sued by that magazine. Yeah. I wonder if uh, after they wrote it, they found out that she had a law degree. They were like, uh-oh, yeah. got the wrong person here. Whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, a classic case of tall poppy syndrome over there, and um, she actually fought for herself, and, and she won. Good on you, Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah, very good. Stand by. This is a massive hour on the way for you with us. Uh, we're going to do phone invaders. We haven't done this for a while. The last time we did it, you invaded my phone. Mm-hmm. We hand over our phones to our producers. Uh, they go through it, and then basically we publish the results on the radio. Yeah, but they don't pick out like the nice stuff. They pick out the most embarrassing things that you, they find on your phone, which is not nice. You're up for this one, by I know, the way. And I know. I had one of those weekends when it was just like I couldn't think properly. So this is going to be a pretty embarrassing round of phone invaders for me. Uh, is that different from any other weekend? Shut up. <laughs> hey, speaking <laughs> of this weekend, obviously we're still coming down off uh, Dubai uh, at the Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. Blended Music Festival. Backstreet Boys were headlining there. Absolutely jam-packed at the Media City Amphitheatre. It was such an incredible experience. Uh, if you were there, you know exactly what we were talking about. It was yeah. just one of a kind. If you weren't, though, we're going to take you there next. We caught up with the Backstreet Boys backstage at Blender just before they hit uh, the, 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 for the performance. Yeah, so. five of the nicest people you'll ever meet. They were so kind, and uh, we want to share it with you just so you can get up close and personal with them, too. Yeah, you'll hear that chat. Backstreet Boys next here at Dubai 92. How good was these guys live in Dubai over the weekend for the Blended Music Festival? Uh, the dancing in unison... The harmonies, the costume changes, all of it was incredible. We're talking about the Backstreet Boys. Uh, If you were lucky enough to be there, you were part of 16,000 people who probably witnessed one of the best gigs in the history of the UAE. It was incredible. I've never seen the amphitheatre that packed. Oh, wasn't it? Like, and everyone was just, it was such a cool vibe down at the Dubai Mid-East City Amphitheatre. Everyone was chilled out. Everyone from all walks of life, all ages, just loving the entertainment. Everyone was dancing and singing. Everyone knew the words. It was great. It was so much fun. So good. Talking about Blended Music Festival, just uh, wrapped up on Friday night by Media Senior Amphitheatre. If you weren't there, we're going to take you backstage now. Pricey and I caught up with the Backstreet Boys, uh, who were in fine spirits, might I add. Yeah, they were. Uh, We asked them first up, uh, what's going on? Because they were celebrating uh, a pretty important anniversary. This is the Backstreet Boys. 25 years today. That's amazing. Seriously, what's the secret, guys? I'd say really good communication. Our fans, obviously the best fans in the entire world, still wanting to see us perform. Good answer, And we're still having fun, you know? It's like when you stop having fun, you should just throw in the towel. But we're still having a blast doing this. So you guys were here nine years ago, I remember. It was Mm -hmm. December 17th, 2009. Tone it down, Pricey. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to scare them. You You don't want to scare them. You're at Palladium, and that was 5,000 people. You guys have got about 16,000 people out there tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah. But you also, you just flew in. You were here literally for your gig. And you went straight out. That was it. Um, yeah. And I just want to know, what do you want to do in Dubai? Now that you've got some time here, is there anything you want to see? We actually did something yesterday. <laughs> it was myself, Howie, and, and Kevin. We went out to, to the desert. Um, preserve. The preserve. And we <laughs> spent the whole day, actually had to push back our sound check just a little bit because we wanted to see the sunset. <laughs> Beautiful. And so we were out there, just we had this like tent set up and like a, a barbecue, dinner, barbecue, rode the camels. Wheeling, nice. Sandboarding. We were out in the middle of nowhere. I did get to stand next to a really 
nice Bugatti. That was oh, kind yeah. of uh, right. It was yeah. bright, was bright it a, purple. Was it a police car or? <laughs> no, it, yeah, it might have been. You know what? I think. <laughs> have you seen? I, it? I think it was an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was an Uber. It was an Uber. Yeah. That's how we. Yeah. We're so thankful you guys have come to Dubai. We've been wanting to see you here for years. It's such a pleasure. I know this is a life moment for Pricey as well. Please, guys, don't make it so long between the visits. We absolutely love you. No, hey, listen. We we're launching a new album and a tour. It's our 25th anniversary tour. We're going to be touring all over the world through 2019 and 2020. So we plan on coming right back here. Yeah, we just actually finished our music video for our new single. Excellent. It's coming out in May. You guys are the kings of, like singing to a camera like every time I watch you on music videos from the 90s and stuff I'm like how do they do that because you guys are like show me well this like, video this video this new video is like unapologetic 90s throwback you're gonna love it there we go. That's the Backstreet Boys. We caught up with them backstage at Blended Music Festival Dubai, Dubai Media City Amphitheatre over the weekend. Yes, and uh, after our interview, we decided to play a little game with the Backstreet Boys. We were asking them, out of the five guys, who was most likely to be in different scenarios. So yeah. it was actually quite interesting. You'll be interested to hear who is most likely not to have showers. It got pretty personal. <laughs> Which Backstreet Boy is most likely to? We'll get it on for you. Oh, you should have seen all the chicks at Dubai Media City Amphitheatre on Friday night singing along to this. Wow. I'm going to go out and in here and say the crowd was 50-50. There were so many dudes. There were so many guys who knew every single word to every single Backstreet Boys song. And loving it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was impressed. Harry and Pricey, this is Dubai 92. We're talking about Blended Music Festival. Happened on Friday night, Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. Completely sold out. That's 16,000 people there. Mm-hmm. If not the best gig Dubai has ever seen, I'm calling it. 100%. I've been here almost 12 years. That's definitely the best concert I've ever been to here. Backstreet Boys headlining. So good. Mel C was also... Oh. Outstanding. Yeah, she, she was. She was really good. Really good too. Lamar was great too. Uh, did a great job of warming everyone up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and I, Pricey, we were down there. We were backstage. Uh, thankfully, it was, it was a really nice experience. We got to catch up with the Backstreet Boys um, just before they hit the stage at Blended yeah. at Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. We thought we'd bring you that chat if you couldn't make it down there as well. So yeah. um, kind of got a little personal with this one though, didn't it? This one was good. We played most likely too with the Backstreet Boys. So we were just asking them random things and they had to tell us which Backstreet Boy was most likely to be in that scenario mm. and I think they liked it as well because obviously when you get I mean they've been in the business for 25 years so they've been asked all the same interview questions right totally but I think with this one they had some fun with it they had some fun this is which Backstreet Boy is most likely to wait until you hear Nick's answer mm. <laughs> which Backstreet Boy is most likely to be late to the show Kevin my wife says I, n- I have no concept of time. of time. I think I can do more in in a shorter period of time than I really can. Which uh, Backstreet Boy is the biggest diva? Biggest Answer diva. Carefully, boys. I think it's AJ, man. How in the world? I, I think we yeah, all have AJ. our moments. Okay, yeah. You know how you can determine whether or not that's true or not? AJ sometimes gets his own car. <gasps> that's usually the smoking vehicle, and I do still smoke cigarettes, sadly, so maybe that's usually why. I also spend a lot of time with these guys, so, you know, <laughs> it's nice when you're on a 15-hour flight to kind of take a break for a minute. You gotta step away, you know? Take a break. You gotta keep it fresh, keep it fresh. All right, which Backstreet Boy is most likely to injure themselves on the stage? 
Howie. Ah! Howie. I'll take that one. Howie. Come on. I just, I don't know. It just happens. Which Backstreet Boy is most likely to not shower regularly? Oh! <laughs> Come on, Nick. That was, that was back in the day. It's not that way anymore, man. It ain't that way anymore. He was a kid. He was like, hey, guys. I was like, yo, put that down. <laughs> oh, oh whoop, wrong one. Uh, that was the Backstreet Boys backstage at Blended. Uh, you're with Harry and Pricey. This is Dubai 92. Um, they were obviously in town this weekend. Yeah, that was hilarious. And as, as we heard just before, most likely to not shower or take days between showers, it was Nick and everyone in the room, all four boys, pointed straight at Nick. And Nick just hung his head so low, <laughs> like so like disapproving of himself. And uh, <laughs> everyone behind the scenes as well, especially our producers, were like, obviously all girls, were like, Oh, I had such a crush on him. He was the best looking. I loved him. And then to discover that, oh, it's gross. I know. It's so true. Everyone that said that was like, oh, gross. (laughs) Poor guy. But then also, um, we also said who was most likely to injure themselves on stage and how he was like, it's me, it's me, it's me. And the boys were all like, it was me. But on the stage... At Blended, mm. when Nick came down the runway, he was ru- he was walking down and he stopped real suddenly, slipped straight onto his back. Yeah, he was the one that had to stumble. Yeah, yeah. and AJ was like, oh, you know what? That's going to be a meme within 10 minutes. Easily. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're, t- we're just bringing you our chat with the Backstreet Boys. That was live backstage. Oh, that was backstage at Blended. Uh, if you do want to follow uh, How It All Unfolded as well, at Dubai92 on all of our socials. Yeah, make sure you check it out. Yeah, and we'll get the video up for you real soon. Dubai92, Harry and Pricey, we're getting to work this morning. 4009 if you want to join us anytime. This is called Phone Invaders. We hand over our phone to our producers. In this case, producer Layla has got Pricey's phone. She's going to go through it, uh, find out, I guess, a little more about Pricey that perhaps she didn't want us to find out. This, I, this segment is so embarrassing. What about my one last time? You found out that I'd been sending PR girls all these emails. Oh, yeah. Wanting what a, free oh. tickets for stuff. Like, come on, that's... That's embarrassing. So, yeah, that's not, that's tight. So, producer, <laughs> I wouldn't be the one to throw stones Sorry. right now, Pricey. Um, producer Layla is going to go through the last pictures on your phone, your last message, and your last Googled. Mm-hmm. All too revealing, I feel. What have we got? So I don't even remember. Last photo is the Backstreet Boys stalker pics backstage at Blended. Oh, wow. Oh, That's yeah. probably illegal. Sneaky. Well, everyone was saying don't take photos. Oh, we shouldn't even talk about it because I wasn't even allowed to. It's out there now. <laughs> what, uh, it's, not, it's not like up on the, the window to their dressing room, is it? No. They were just kind <laughs> of, it's out the window of our cabin. Yeah, they were just like cruising around and I just thought it'd be nice to see them just being normal, just in their natural, you know, states. Okay. They were fine. AJ was always on his phone. Yeah. Nick was talking to his wife a lot. Uh, Didn't really see Howie that much. Brian looked like... Brian was radiating. He was so sunburnt. (laughs) Yeah, he was pretty red. Yeah. Yeah. This was backstage at Blended over the weekend. Yeah, okay. So that's the last photo on my phone. We'll see if the jury uh, agrees with that sentiment of yours. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Last message on her phone was a message sent to someone called Josh Raj. He's my friend. Uh, that's your best friend. Yep, that's your best friend. Uh, he was apologising for leaving a group chat that everyone is on. Um, and then Pricey's reply is very interesting. She said, no need to apologise. I'm constantly unfriending people on Facebook who annoy me momentarily. Who momentarily annoy me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was trying to make him feel better because he's one of those people that always removes himself from group chats. And I, I'm the admin, so I have to add him back in. Hold on. I feel like this is less about 
him and more about how you constantly unfriend people on Facebook yeah. who momentarily well, annoy you. This is what I'm getting to. I was just trying to make him feel better about life. I don't do that anymore. I used to, <laughs> but I've grown up since doing that. Can I ask, is that why you and I aren't friends on Facebook? Because you would be constantly no, because <laughs> adding me and then you and I aren't me. friends on Facebook because you deactivated your account and now you've got a new account and I refuse to add you. Well, because maybe I was sick of getting friend requests from you every day <laughs> and then getting defriended. Oh, he looked at me funny in the studio. Defriend. <laughs> It does go a little bit like that. I'm just like, oh, I'm over you, unfriend. You are on thin ice in the social media world with Pricey at all times. <laughs> like, at any moment, it could be unfriended. No, no, I'm not like that anymore. I only do that. I only used to do that when I was younger. And last Google, you're going to have to help me out with this one. You Googled artist stats. What, what's artist stat? Artist stat? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is so embarrassing. So yesterday on the Dubai 92 group chat... Jono from Dubai 92's Home Run, yeah. he put on artwork on the group chat saying, F1 artist has been teased. Who do you think this is going to be at the F1? And the hashtag was hashtag artist at F1. Anyway, oh. I thought it was a riddle. I thought, oh my gosh, okay, what is artist at? I thought I you didn't thought realize it was one word. I didn't realize it was two words. So here's me being Detective Pricey on Google, looking up Artistat, oh. thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna break the riddle before anybody else on there. And then you you got, you guessed it straight away and got it right. And I was like, oh my god. And then I realized it was actually two words, and I felt like such an idiot. So did, that's why it says Artistat. Did um, <laughs> did, was the result on Google like say? Was it just like, you're an idiot? Oh, I, was, I thought to myself, and then you, you guessed it straight away, and I was like, why am I, get, why am I Googling Artistat? Anyway, so that's why, <laughs> that's why it says Artistat. I'm sorry so for dumb. today's phone invaders. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, that's why Not even why I did Google it. could help you, then it's dire straits. Are we allowed to talk about who's going to be at F1? We're because the, we guessed we're, it. We're getting the no. We're getting the it's no on, it's on the Instagram. Producers? It's, it's on the Instagram. I would, to pun F1, steer clear of that. But yeah. there is a teaser on Instagram, yeah. so you can go and have a look at that. There you go. What you heard uh, just live, everybody, was us trying to avoid a lawsuit. Um, but we See, will. This is why we need the two producers in the studio with us, because we would have blurted that out <laughs> straight away. Just gone straight into it. You will hear the announcements yeah. here first on Dubai 92, so do not stress about that. Uh, interesting photo batters today, guys. I feel like we dodged a few lawsuits with that what one. What I will yeah. say is look at the photo really closely and don't Google artist staff. <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to be told not to do that, Pricey. Pricey's scandal. Okay, so Kygo had a set at Coachella over the weekend and Ariana Grande actually made a surprise appearance during the, the performance. That's cool. So she's not on the set list? Like the no, she's not. She wasn't lineup. confirmed. She just kind of rocked up and she was there and she performed her brand new single, which is called No Tears Left to Cry. Um, and that just happened, like it just happened because she just literally released the song hours before and this was the first live performance of it. But here's the, a little snippet of the song. I like it. I do too. She's got such a great voice. That's 
It's got a good vibe, that tune. Brand new from Ariana yeah. Grande. Yeah? There you go. Kygo's set was uh, kind of stormed by, by Ariana Grande, which was pretty cool. Uh, Kygo also dedicated his set to the late Avicii, who passed away on Friday. He's only 28 years old, way too young. In Muscat as well. Yeah, in Muscat and Oman. Um, and Kygo said that Avicii was the reason he started making electronic music. He wouldn't be on that Coachella stage if it wasn't for Avicii. And yeah, he was really, really choked up. So it was really sad news for him to be able to like go and do that as well at yeah. Coachella. It would have been really difficult. Uh, strange news as well, uh, and but very sad. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, okay. Thank you for the update, Pricey. You're very welcome. Very Pricey. We're getting you to work this morning. 4009 is our number. We're heading out of here. Catboy's up next. Catboy, Demand 92 Mornings up next. He's got your money to spend at Kibson's and movie tickets to give away. Plus, Serena's up with the latest great news. If you're always stuck in traffic near Dubai Airport, it sucks around there traffic-wise. Yep. Um, she's got some excellent news for you. The details are with her next. We'll catch you tomorrow. See you later. Bye. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92.